just, he can't stop. He cannot stop. If you paid him to stop, he couldn't do it. Um, so he recently turned 40. Um, this is the headline. If I had done this, I'd be a piece of feces. And you know, he didn't use the word feces. Jesse Smollett, on a podcast released on his 40th birthday, still protested that he was not responsible for the infamous hoax in which he claimed he was the victim of a racist, anti-gay attack, insisting, quote, if I had done this, I'd be a piece of feces, end quote. Okay. Speaking on the Sway Series XM podcast, Smollett, who was found guilty of felony disorderly conduct, for the incident, but later only spent six days in jail pending appeal of his original 150-day sentence, declared there was no doubt he had not created the hoax. He he just let me let me say this. He's a crazy person. Can we can we just officially say that Justice Millett is a crazy person? Like he what like he has had so many opportunities to just let this go. Just let it go. The problem is, the only reason this was a big story is because he did this to himself. He goes to the police. He says, this happened to me, this happened to me. I'm still wearing the noose around my neck. Okay, you know, you know, just, yeah, yeah. Look, look, look at what's happened to me. It's like, okay. Then it shows it didn't happen. They, 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 they discover really, really quickly that it didn't happen. And that he, he orchestrated the whole thing. He easily could have, because, and here's the thing. As a celebrity, you're given a lot of leeway. You're given a lot of wiggle room that other people don't get to have. Not be, he's not an A-lister, but he, he, he was in Chicago and it, it's a, it's an area that he's familiar with and that is familiar with him. He easily could have just said, you know what, guys? I was crossfaded. I don't know what I was thinking. He could have just, he could have just lied to stop the lie and said, you know what, guys? I was crossfaded. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know why I said that. Never mind. This story would have just faded into the ether, especially because he's a liberal in a liberal city and you have liberal Hollywood and you have all that. Okay. This would have just gone away. He didn't do it then. Okay. So what does he do? He says, no, no, no. This really happened. This really happened. He digs his heels in and he screams louder. Okay. He goes on. He gets an interview with ABC News. Okay. Which he easily could have said, I don't, I don't want to do an interview. I, I find that it's best that celebrities who are in hot water don't do these interviews. Don't do them. It doesn't seem to work out well for you in the in the in the public eye. I, I just don't advise it. Okay. So he goes on ABC. He does that. Makes a fool of himself. Okay. More and more evidence keeps coming out that sh that makes him look worse and more stupid, and he continues to double down on his claims. He didn't, he didn't stop. He didn't stop before. He didn't stop later. Then when it comes time for, when it comes time for the trial and stuff like that, the first, the first trial where it's like, okay, well, he was found guilty. It's like, man, he just kept saying the evidence is going to, there's evidence that, that I'm holding on to. There's evidence that's, that's going to come out. That's going to show I'm innocent. It's going to show that this really happened. Just like Adam Schiff with the receipts about Donald Trump being you know, guilty. It's like, okay, all right, Adam, show the receipts. I, I, I have an ace up my sleeve. I have an ace up my sleeve. Show it. I have an ace up my sleeve. I have, okay, okay, Adam. Okay, Jesse, show the evidence. Show, show the receipts that shows what you're saying is true. And they never did it because it doesn't exist. Then at the second trial, 
Justice Millett makes he's sentenced. The judge be like like passes down judgment for like an hour. It took him like 40 minutes. It was a long time. After all that happens, then he goes and says, you know, I just want to say I'm not suicidal. And then he says it like 8 million more times. And then he says, I did not do this. And then he's like, I am not suicidal as he's being escorted out. And he raises his fist. He's a crazy person. He's a crazy individual. Unbelievable. Quote, uh, and I don't think that, I don't think that that is, I don't think that that is, and the reason I'm, I'm saying it, like, if it sounds like I'm having a stroke, I'm not, I'm just reading what he's saying. And I, so here's what he said, quote, and I don't think that that is, I don't think that that, that, that is, that's not really questionable, he stated. Uh, quote, I wanted to say, if I had done something like this, it would mean that I stuck my fist in the pain of black Americans in this country for over 400 years. Quote, it would mean that if I, that I stuck my fist in the fears of the LGBTQ community all over the world, I am not that MFR, never have been, don't need to be, he asserted. Quote, Smollett told police on January 29, 2019, that he was attacked by two men in Chicago at 2 a.m., who he claimed made racist and homophobic slurs, wrapped a, wrapped a rope around his neck, poured an unknown substance on him, and yelled that this is MAGA country, the Daily Wire reported. Quote, for whatever reason, I genuinely thought that, that people were going to be like, there is no way he did some BS like that. Smollett continued on the podcast, quote, y'all know me, and I'm thinking people's history should mean something, end quote. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. He says... I was thinking that there was no way that people would think that I did this. And that, again, this shows that Jesse Smollett, he's a narcissist. He's a narcissist. He thinks he's smarter than you. He thinks he's smarter than me. He thinks he's just smarter than the average person. He thinks that he can just say whatever he wants, whenever he wants, provide no proof, provide no receipts, and people are just going to be like, yeah, I, I believe him. Yeah, he, yeah, he didn't. Now, were there idiots? Before, and I, by the way, I do call them idiots because even on the surface level, before any investigations took place, you heard the story and you immediately, a bell should have been going off in your head saying, mm, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning more towards like the fact that he's lying than the fact that he's telling the truth. But there are people who actually believed it. But as, as things kept going, again, he kept doubling down. He kept on doubling down. He's saying, well, I, I mean, I'm shocked that people don't believe me. Okay, you, first of all, Jesse, you keep saying that there's evidence out there that proves you are innocent and proving that you did not do this. Okay, show it. Like, show it. And he didn't. And he said, y'all know me. And I'm thinking people's history should mean something. Well, you know, history. To be, to be fair, history is a guide. And again, that's what he was going off of. That's what, and again, that's what they did at his, at his sentencing trial. They said, well, he donated to this thing. He donated to that thing. He did this. He, he's been through this. He had a hard life. He went here. He did this. He's done this amazing thing. That's what they try to do. They try to make you feel bad for Jesse. They said, look, look at, look at what an amazing person he is. He can't stop. Jesse Smollett is a crazy person. He's a crazy person. But he can't stop. Even now, and let me say this, let me say this. People don't care about Justice Millet right now. Now, this would this is the best time for him to resurrect his career. He's out of prison. 
Okay, he's he's he, excuse me, he's out of jail. Okay, he was sentenced to 150 days. He got six, which was insane. Okay, right now the economy is horrible. People are worried about gas prices. They're worried about grocery prices. The last one of the last things on their mind is Jesse Smollett. And what does this fool come out and do? He goes onto a podcast and he he doubles down. He doubles down. He has so many opportunities to just let this story just fade away, to just go away, but he won't do that. Justice Millett is a crazy person. Man, just what a sad life. What a sad life. You had your your life was good, better than the average American in terms of finances and 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 and, and fame and things like that. And you, you blow it and you, you throw it all away because you want to be seen as a victim. Garbage. Complete garbage. All right. All right. So, um, this is from the Western Journal. So, I have, another, I have two more articles. Western Journal and Daily Wire. Okay. Now, both of these... <laughs> Let me just read these. White House press secretary slips up, admits biggest Biden disaster yet is coming. Okay, now let me say this. Uh, some of you guys have reached out to me and said, okay, you're you're mispronouncing her name. I've heard that it's Karine Jean-Pierre and I've heard Karen Jean-Pierre. I've heard both. So I I really don't know what I really don't know which one it is. So I'm just I'm parroting the way other people say it. Okay, and I, I've seen I've seen in interviews, I've seen on on CNN and things like that. I've heard Karen and I've heard Kareen. I've heard both. Um, so I'm just gonna stick with Karen. Okay. It's uh it's like the tale it's like the old tale of the frog who didn't notice he was being boiled in water because the temperature was being turned up slowly. And remember, remember this. Okay, listen to this. Last year, President Joe Biden's administration insisted the economy was fantastic and inflation was quote, quote transitory end quote. Then inflation wasn't so transitory, but the economy was still doing well. Then the economy wasn't doing so well, but a recession wasn't conceivable. Now a recession is conceivable, but not, quote, inevitable, end quote, and not, quote, at all imminent, end quote. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said Sunday, according to CNBC. However, don't tell that to White House Press Secretary uh, Karen Jean-Pierre, who slipped up on Tuesday and phrased one of her answers as if she assumed a recession was about to hit and it says uh all this okay uh her slip up came after she was asked by a reporter about biden's remarks last week quote that there's no inevitability around a recession end quote um he said quote there is a great there is a greater deal of market concern about exactly that and i know that inflation is your number one concern but can you talk a little bit about if you're doing anything at all to prevent a recession or a rise in unemployment. Uh, uh, Jean, uh, Jean-Pierre framed a response by saying the economy in the country was, quote, in a moment of transition. We've heard this before. I'm, this, this part's not in the article. We heard this before. They've, they've changed their stance on the state of the economy multiple times. Well, it's good. It's, 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 it's not what you think it is. Like, like inflation... First I, first, I said there would be no inflation, okay? Then I said, well, inflation is a sign of a good thing, but it's a small thing. Then they said, you know what? Inflation, it's transitory. They have changed their stance on the economy and inflation like eight times. They keep pivoting. 
They can't stick with their lie because the thing gets worse. And the problem is, it's hard for them to say, yeah, it's, yeah, this is a, uh, 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 yeah, it's, they, things are on fire. They can't say that. So they try to figure it out. And what do they do? They gaslight you. They gaslight you. They say, no, 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 no. Things are good. Things are good. It's, it's, it's not, and again, this, this idiot on, on, uh, MSNBC, she comes out and says, you know what? People, you know, people, you know, there, there's a great deal of Americans where it's uncomfortable that they're spending more, but they're not going to go under. You know, you got to stop complaining. Overall, many Americans are not suffering as much as they think they are. Again, this is just absurd. This is just absurd. Let me, let me tell you this about, about these journalists at these, at these major networks, CNN, NBC, MSNBC, ABC. These are elitists. Okay. They live in, they live in this bubble. Okay. They don't talk to regular everyday Americans. They just don't. They just don't. Okay. They have their little dinner parties. They have their little tea parties. Okay. They go out on, they go out on brunch to these high society venues. That's what they do. Okay. These are not people who connect with you and me. I'm a regular, I'm a regular person. I talk to people as often as I can. I like having my, my finger on the pulse of the nation. Okay. They don't care. They don't care. And her name is Michelle Singletary. She says, quote, I'm just going to say this. And if I get dinged for it, I don't care. Quote, there was a great deal of Americans where it is uncomfortable that they're spending more, but they're not going to go under. You've got to stop complaining when there's so many people who literally the inflation rate means the only they may only have two meals instead of three. Quote, there are Americans who did extremely well in the last two years in the market. You still have your job. And yeah, it's costing you more for gas. But guess what? You're still going to take that holiday. No, they're not. No, they're not. People aren't people are not taking those holidays. They're not. Okay. There are people who are saying, mm, no, there's people who are who are going into their savings to just buy gas and groceries. Are there some people going on vacation? Yes, there are. That's true. Okay, but most people are like, okay, what are we going to do? They're, they're bracing for impact. Okay, they don't know how bad things are going to get and how quickly they're going to descend into more chaos. She says, uh, she says you're, you're still going to take that holiday, that 4th of July vacation. You can still eat out, so I'm going to need you to calm down and back off. She went on to argue that people complaining about their portfolio should stop complaining and use their extra money to help the people who really were in dire straits. Quote, overall, many Americans are not suffering as much as they think they are, end quote. She said, claiming that unrealistic fears would, quote, think, end quote, a recession into existence. Again, this is what they do. They try to gaslight you and say, no, 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 you're, you don't know what's going on in your own life. You don't, you don't really understand your bank account. Even, even Biden's press secretary, she came out and said, you know what? You know, there was, there was a recent analysis. Uh, she said, she cited, quote, an analysis that came out recently that showed middle class Americans had an additional $10,000 in savings than before the pandemic, end quote. And that quote, Another analysis found that all income groups had higher checking account balances at the end of March than they had pre-pandemic, end quote. That doesn't matter. It, 
The amount in your bank account does not matter. What matters is what do things cost? When the cost of everything is going up, it doesn't matter if you have more money in your account. Yes, it's, it makes sense that there's more money in people's accounts because people for months on end were just getting free money. They were just, they were just receiving money. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, again, it's just like the minimum wage argument. Well, let's make you $15 an hour. Let's make it 20. Let's make it 22. Let's make it 25. Where are you getting these numbers from, leftists? Where are you getting these numbers from, liberals? And there is a difference between leftists and liberals. Okay. But when you look at this, it's like they say, okay, well, we, we need, we need more money. It's like, okay, when you raise that, the amount of money that it costs to buy a thing goes up. So it doesn't matter the amount because everything's going to be relatively proportional. I, whenever someone says, well, well, the minimum wage needs to be, needs to be 25, I say, why not 100? I always, I always ask him, I say, well, where do you get that number? What, why that number? Of all, of all the numbers on the number line, why that number? I said, how about 30? How about 45? And they can't, they can't back up their, their statement because these are just left-wing talking points and they don't actually think about their ideas. And again, she's right here. She's saying, you know what? Uh, all income groups had higher checking account balances at the end of March than they had pre-pandemic. Well, what do things cost? Go with that. Go with that. Okay. There's more money in people's accounts. Now, is, is that, is that analysis true? I don't know. But my next question would be, okay. Well, aren't the cost of goods going up as well? Okay, the cost of, have you, have you seen meat lately? Like I, for, like, for example, I eat a lot of ground beef. Okay. And I usually get, you know, 85, 90% uh, lean. It's really, really expensive. And the more lean it's going to be, the more expensive it's going to be. But it's crazy high. It's crazy high. But that's where we are. So, so this idea of, well, you know what, you know what, it's, it's, there's more money in people's bank accounts. How much of it is staying in and how much of it is going out? Okay. People just aren't spending what they, what they used to spend. That disposable income isn't there. It's not what it used to be. And so it's a concern for many Americans and saying, okay, what am I going to do this week? What am I going to do today? What am I going to do tomorrow? Now, be it, everyone's not going to be out on the street, but there are people who are saying, okay, this is, man, things are really stretched here. Things are really, really tight. But again, what do, what do the Dems do? They try to gaslight you. They are not the party of working people. They're not the party of everyday people. They're just not. If you, if they were, they wouldn't say, they wouldn't say 90% of what they say, they wouldn't say. They talk about things that average Americans, don't care about. They're talking about electric vehicles. How many? I, I want you to do this. I, I want, I'm going to give you guys some homework. I rarely give you guys homework. I usually give you guys questions, but I want you guys to do some homework. I want you guys. The weekend is coming up. I want you guys to go find five anywhere from five to ten people and just ask them if they if 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 need be, could they go out and buy an electric vehicle? Could they go? Could they go do it? 
And let me know, let me know the responses that you get, because I don't want you guys to take my word for it. I want you guys to actually have these conversations as well. I want you guys to talk to Americans as much as possible. I want you guys to talk to your neighbors, uh, your friends, strangers. I want you guys to go talk to people and get outside of your comfort zone. Go listen to people. The things that these people talk about, they're not close. Latinx, these aren't words. These aren't words. Well, well, you know, black people, they don't have ID. What are they talking about? What are they talking about? They don't spend time with regular, everyday Americans. They just don't. They just don't. Because here's the thing. Either they do, and they don't care about the average person by just saying gobbledygook. That's easily debunked by any person. That can be easily debunked by any person. Or they don't spend time with them, and they're just like, oh, we just we just make these assumptions. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. It's, look, the, the Hispanics find it very, very, they, they find it very, very uh, abusive and controversial and offensive when you don't use the term Latinx. I want, let me say this, let me say, uh, let me share the story. I, I moved here to Texas. This had to be, I moved here, I moved in April 1. This had to be... Around, it was almost mid-April. It had to be like maybe April thirteenth or fourteenth. And um, I was in a I was in a, I was in a waiting area, and uh, there was a there was an uh, an elderly Hispanic couple, and um, uh, this guy this the 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 husband looked at me and he said he said you he said like you don't sound like you're from here. I said nah man I'm I just moved here actually a couple weeks ago. And so we started a, a really good conversation, and um, he spoke he spoke uh, pretty decent English, and his wife spoke. It it, it could have been better, um, but she did she did speak English, and so I I, I said in my head I said let me let me let me just talk about the Latinx issue real quick. I said I said excuse me. I said I said do you? I said I I've been hearing this term Latinx. Um. Do, do, do Hispanics actually use that term? The looks on their face. The wife was so confused and, and the husband trying not to like upset the wife, like looks at her, looks back at me and he's like, uh, he's like, well, what do you mean? I said, there, I said, there's a word out. Um, it's spelled L-A-T-I-N-X. And supposedly it's, it's, cause instead of saying Latinos and Latinas, uh, we're, I, they say that we're supposed to say Latinx. And as the husband was about to speak, the wife leaned forward and she put her arm in front of her husband and she said, mijo, mijo, no, no, no. She said, she said, Latina, uh, girl, Latino boy. She had no clue what I was talking about. She's correcting me. These aren't real words. The leftists say things that don't, that just aren't true, and they just make stuff up, and they, they, BIPOC, what is, I don't even know what BIPOC is. I have no idea. They use, they have these acronyms, LGBTQ, double I, double A, double P. I, I don't even know what it stands for anymore. Like, what are you talking about? What are you saying, sir? She, she looked at me, and she, she held my hand. She said, mijo, mijo, no. No. Latina, girl, Latino, boy. I said, yes, ma'am. I said, I understand now. 
And so we want to talk about something else. The left is not on your side. They're not on the side of regular, everyday Americans. They're just not. They just aren't. They don't care. They don't think about you. They they wouldn't care if you went out and shot yourself. They don't care about your safety. They don't care about your health. They don't care about anything about you. They want your vote and they want your money. That's all they want. It's just, it's unbelievable. But th- that's that's where we are. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna need people to calm down and back off. You're you're doing better than you think you are. How are you gonna tell someone that they, that 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 financially that their finances are actually good? Now, relatively speaking, in 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 the large grand scheme of human history, we're doing very well. We're we're the richest people who've ever existed, relatively speaking. When you look at all of human history, okay. But when you look at things short term. People remember what it was like under Donald Trump. They remember what it was like under Obama. And it's like, uh, prices weren't that. I'm, I'm here in Texas. I live in Texas now, in case you guys don't remember. Okay. Gas at one point, I want to say was 239 under Trump. 239. That was the lowest. It was so low. People couldn't believe it. 239. Now what is it? It's more than double. It's more than double. And I'm just like, man, you've got to be joking. You have got to actually be joking. But that's where we are. This is where we are. The Dems want to gaslight you. They want you to think that you're stupid, that you're wrong. We're going to cry wolf as many times. And as however many times we cry wolf, you just believe us. You just believe, you just believe that we, we cry wolf, believe there's a wolf. It's so sad. It is so sad. But the problem is that voters, Democratic voters, they just, I don't think they actually think about things. I don't, I really, I genuinely don't. I don't. It's unbelievable. And I just, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. But that's where we are.